Republican candidates for Congress are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars of their own money to buy TV ads. Colin Campbell has more on why it's becoming more costly to win a seat representing North Carolina in Congress. Turn on your TV this month and you'll be deluged with ads promoting congressional candidates you've probably never heard of before. Many of them feature a similar message. The border. While politicians talk, Brad not acts. If you want to secure our border, restore our economy, and protect our kids, I'm your candidate. It's time we secure our border and protect our families. Because to me, securing our southern border, it's personal. The ads are more likely to attack President Joe Biden than the candidate's opponents in the March GOP primary. That's because most of them have more opponents than they could mention in a 30-second TV spot. Thanks to new Republican-friendly redistricting lines and a pair of departing incumbents, newcomers will fill at least five of North Carolina's 14 seats in the U.S. House next year. That dynamic has prompted 34 different Republicans to run for the five seats. In the 13th district that wraps around the triangle, 14 candidates will be on the ballot. It's hard to identify any frontrunners in a field this big, according to Western Carolina University political scientist Chris Cooper. What little bit of polling we've seen um, has only showed one consistent trend, and that is that most voters just don't know. They're just not paying attention to these primaries. Many of the candidates are reaching deep into their own pockets to get voters to pay attention. Fourteen of the candidates have so far spent at least $50,000 of their own money on their campaigns, a total of more than $4 million. The biggest spender so far is State Representative John Bradford, with more than a million dollars of his own money. He's running for the seat currently held by Congressman Dan Bishop. In the Triangle's 13th district, businessman Fred Von Cannon is the top spender so far. The owner of a Wake Forest software training company has spent more than $700,000 on his campaign. I won't take a salary as your congressman, so you can be sure I won't bow to lobbyists, liberals, or even other Republicans. I'm Fred Von Cannon. Three of Von Cannon's opponents are also spending hundreds of thousands to bankroll their campaigns. They include Smithfield attorney Kelly Daughtry, former prosecutor Brad Knott, and physician Josh McConkie. State Representative Erin Perret of Holly Springs was also running before she dropped out in November. She told the WUNC Politics podcast that money was one reason she decided to seek re-election to the state house instead. Frankly, um, we would have had to spend our entire life savings. Um, on on this race. And to me, that's not a smart thing to do when you have kids at home, and it's not something I really wanted to do. Perret says she might still have won, but the race seemed too risky. Cooper says money isn't always the deciding factor. It's a way to get you in the race. It's a way to say that you are a contender, but it's not simply the case that the person with the most money wins. So um, if your money comes from self-financing, obviously it spends the same as money that comes directly from voters, but it doesn't signify the same kind of strength. Most of the congressional candidates have never held an elected office before. That makes it hard to know what to expect if they go to Congress, Cooper says. Take a look at, say, Addison McDowell, somebody who got the Trump endorsement in the 6th Congressional District. How is he going to be as a legislator? We just don't have a lot of clues. The reliance on ads also makes it hard for voters to distinguish between candidates, according to political analyst Anna Bevan Gravely. I think you get caught up in in an ad world where everything is super heightened and super intense. And it's like, I get elected or the world burns. Um, And that's basically how it is in every single ad. Some of the ads are coming from out-of-state political action committees and national conservative groups like Club for Growth and GOPAC. Club for Growth is running ads attacking former Congressman Mark Walker in the triad. 
Grevely says that group has notched wins in North Carolina before. Well, Club for Growth's entire strategy is to pick their version and their brand of Republican coming out of a primary. I mean, we saw that happen um, with the the primary, with um, the Senate primary with Ted Budd and with um, Pat McCrory and Mark Walker. Because the open districts are drawn to favor Republicans, the winners of the five primaries are almost certain to win in November. Colin Campbell, North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC.